0: Hello, and welcome to Over the Rainbow, Achieving Mental Health For Real. Today we have a guest who is going to talk about some of her issues and possible recovery. Uh, Her name is Morgan. Hi, Morgan.
1: Hi. How are you?
0: How are you doing today?
2: I'm well, actually.
0: Did you want to tell a uh, little bit about yourself?
2: Um, yeah, sure. Um, I am 26 years old. I am currently unemployed, but that, not letting that stop me. I deal with multiple issues, but I see them more as blessings in disguise mm-hmm. so it allows me to look at the world in a different way. So it allows me to help others.
0: Uh, so how do you help others? You counsel other people?
2: Um, yes, uh, not in a professional sense, but oh, okay. and I, uh, although I'm, I'm interested in doing that, I don't currently have the funds to do that. Oh, but okay. I do it in more of a, a sense where I have an open blog okay. where people can come and anonymous, anonymously talk to me, I can give advice, and I just I'm there to listen. Because sometimes that's what somebody needs the most.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, So did this start, uh, I mean, throughout your life, like in childhood as well?
2: Um, Well, I've had a panic disorder for a long time. Um, It was undiagnosed when I was a child. But I remember waking up at seven years old, my heart racing, and me screaming for my mother because something was wrong.
1: Oh,
2: time I didn't realize what it was I didn't recognize because I was too young okay but
0: I had the advantage of not having anything but ADD I had ADD uh, ADHD whatever you want to call it and I had that all my life so I grew up and I was very very shy mostly sometimes I come out of the shell but most of the times I was pretty shy in any Kind of social situation. It was, I mean, if it wasn't like my best friend or, or something like that, then I had trouble. So you said you had, uh, issues with depression. Uh, yes.
2: Um, I have had depression since middle school for me. Um, since I was about 13-ish. Um, it really didn't become a big issue until High school. I was able to to deal with it more. Yeah, I guess you could say.
0: I think pressure and responsibility makes depression a little bit worse. Uh, well, exactly. cer- certainly anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I
2: um, I went to a international baccalaureate high school, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of pressure put on me because the classes were more advanced than even AP. Oh. So I was the ultimate goal was for me to finish the at least the first year of college while in high school. Oh. Boy. Um unfortunately because of bullying and mental health issues I did have to leave that high school. However, I did not drop out. Oh, I so did go to
0: You got you got I, bull- bullied a little bit? Yeah, husband?
2: I got bullied a lot. Yeah. I um
0: and was there a I reason? Was at the drama club? Oh, yeah. that's I'm it. In the drama club, yeah.
2: and oh, well, there's there's more to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like it's the uh, the group that I hang that I hung out with.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, even to this day, I still hang out with these people, but because I don't I don't judge them for being the reason why I got bullied.
0: Okay, they didn't it's bully you, of... right?
2: No, they didn't bully me at all. Oh, okay, they actually defended me. Okay. Oh, um, but I, I hung out with the alternative kids. I hung out with the um the kids that were into anime and video games and
1: uh-huh. the
2: gothic kids,
1: right?
2: The the outcasts. Yes. So it's um, that that fed into it. And my best friend slash pseudo brother is a uh, he's gay, and I currently live in an intolerant city. <laughs> So, me being associated with him kind oh. of fed into the bullying as well.
0: Oh, I see. I understand. So, it,
2: it got to the point where my pseudo-brother, my, my best friend, actually tried to kill himself. So, you, that's when you, my mental health really...
0: What, what He was your brother or pseudo-brother? What?
2: My pseudo brother. He's my best friend. Like,
0: oh, you're the best friend.
2: I have known him for over 10 years. Like. And, like, my mother has adopted him into the family, sort okay. of.
0: And he tried to commit so, suicide? Yeah. Wow. He, um.
2: Uh, was his he- uh, actual family, his father found him, thank God, in enough time. But he, we almost lost him because of the bullying.
0: That's terrible. I mean, I think that yeah. goes on a lot and goes on too much. Uh, yeah. And 100. it's
2: not, it's not recognized enough. Like I know we have things like the Trevor project and like other organizations that are targeted at teens and like the, the people that suffer from bullying because of being of the LGBTQ, et cetera, um, society. And yeah,
1: that... we,
0: just, we don't have enough. So. um they bullied you on uh, social media as well or um, just in person? No,
2: they actually, I was actually very picky about who I let onto my social media. Okay. Um, This is like during the days of MySpace and like early MySpace um, where, you know, it was like a, a pressure to be like, oh, these are the top five friends and if somebody removed you, you knew that they were upset with you or something like that.
0: What area of the country did you grow up in? If I can ask?
2: I'm actually I live in Georgia. I live in uh the US. Oh, okay. I live in Georgia. All right. Um I'm in one of the larger cities, but just because it's larger doesn't mean it's better, you know. Right. It's uh it's just more people to be intolerant.
0: Yeah. Did you go outside uh when they opened up uh Georgia recently?
2: Actually no. <laughs> Um, the most I'll do is go to the grocery store to, uh, but even then I have it pre shopped for me. So it puts the least amount of risk to me, my sister, Mm -hmm. um, my boyfriend that lives with me and like, so it's a no contact, they offer it, they put it directly in your trunk.
0: So you left that school and you went to, what was the school that
2: you went to? I went to a school called Hallie Turner. It is a private work at your own pace school. Um, In my city, it's seen as an alternative school um, for, like, delinquent kids, but it's really not. It's uh, designed to help kids that had to drop out for financial reasons, that had to drop out for um, family reasons. Like, uh, there was a kid that I went to school with who had just lost her dad and her mom couldn't afford, uh, like, you know, the basic necessities. So she would work during the day and then she'd go to school at night to finish her degree, like her uh, her diploma.
1: Okay, alright.
2: So I went there because I was, you know, I was ready to move on with my life,
1: Sure. and I
2: didn't want to dwell. I I, want, I was ready to move on with my life, so that's why I I went to Hallie Turner. I worked during the day, I went to school at night, and then I went full time during the day and the night to finish a year early.
0: Sounds good. Uh you, uh you don't have ADD, right? I'm sorry. ADHD. You never had that, right?
2: Um, I don't think I do.
0: Okay, all right. I was just wondering. Uh a lot. Of, it's easy to bully kids uh with ADHD. I got a little bullied, but I was. So I'm, I'm so. You big. you
2: have Asperger? Oh, if that.
0: Who has Asperger's?
2: I have Asperger's.
0: Oh, yeah, that's very much like it. Yeah. Would, what would they just bully you about just because you're hanging out with, uh, someone who's gay or? Uh,
2: it was a school full of jocks. Oh. <laughs> um, I know that's bad to say, but we were very focused on football and the sports.
0: Yeah, and the jocks were so It was the work.
2: stereotypical. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: like you see on like the the TV shows where it's like stereotypical the jocks bully the uh the
1: geeks.
0: That's terrible. I know there's a lot going on recently, and they even put it on social media. Even if you don't have them as a friend, they could put something on, and you could see it. Yeah. But, um, well, thank God you yeah. got you got out of there. So um did you, you say you went to college and then?
2: Um I actually took a year off to uh help my mom because my mother is a single parent. Um so it's just me, my mom and my sister for the longest time. Were
0: divorced? Uh
2: yeah, my um my dad uh when I was 11 my father and my mother um divorced.
1: Yeah, it's always um, hard. Yeah. It's very hard and for children.
2: I don't remember ever doing it, but I've been told that for the longest time that I blame my mom
1: for it. Oh. Uh-huh.
2: Which I I wouldn't. Now, I understand exactly why she did it. Okay. But then it was the trauma of losing somebody that's been a constant in my life for 11 years.
0: Yeah, it's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sorry to hear that. So, um,
2: but no, it's, it's fine.
0: Okay. I was just going to ask you if you take any medication.
2: Um, I am on Prozac. Okay. Uh, that helps, a, it helps to stabilize my, uh, my highs and lows with my depression. Um, I have been on, a couple of other medications as well, including Cetraline, which is uh, the generic form for Zoloft. Okay. Um, I have taken Xanax, but they prescribed it to me with uh, melatonin, and it had a rare interaction. Ooh. <laughs> wherein I actually couldn't wake up for over 24 hours, so...
0: Oh, my God. That's terrible.
2: I, um, wow. I no longer take those. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, just straight cynics wouldn't do that. I don't think. Um.
2: It's um, it kind of feeds into my anxiety disorder, wherein, well, where like, I am. If something bad happens, and I've noticed this about myself, if something bad happens to me once, I expect it to happen again, no matter if a a, a certain part of the equation uh, happened, you know?
0: So you're seeing a psychiatrist, I take it, right? For the medicine? Yeah. Or do you, okay. Uh, does he change up the medicine? if you're having problems or?
2: Yeah, he does. Um, if I have yeah. any okay. observable, um, reactions or, um, if I, cause I document, um, I have a journal that I write in, which kind of helps me to manage because it helps me to differentiate between this is just part of my disorders. And this is, it's going to sound bad, but this is real life. If you know, like if you, if you can understand me saying that, yeah. I kind of try to separate it like it's in my head and I know it's in my head. And I know it's more yeah. of a it's a chemical imbalance, and like there's all sorts of medical uh, right. I'm, things I'm surprised uh,
0: that the medicine doesn't help more. Because well, but okay. I take a lot of medicine, and yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, um, it's because I'm on such a low dose right now, and I'm still working up because I was just put onto this one.
0: Oh, you were just put onto Prozac.
2: Yeah, I was just put onto Prozac. Oh. Um, so okay. I'm at like ten nicks. So, I will be moved up like my next appointments and such. But this is just to like get it into my system. But okay, it just yeah, it doesn't doing... take effect
0: for a while.
2: Yeah, but like just uh, about three or four weeks of taking it at this level, it's it's really helped a lot. So I'm That's I'm great. looking forward to it being bumped up a little bit more
0: yeah so sure. that i'm i, I did that
2: so that I can feel normal, I guess you could say,,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I got into a experimental drug called permaixxel, It's supposed to be for restless leg syndrome, mm-hmm. but they discovered it works for depression, and I said, Okay, I'll try it, and for two weeks, I had awful headaches, but something told me to stick with it, yeah. and. It really, really helped a lot. So See,
2: I, I can, I can relate with that too. Because when I first went on to Prozac, I um, I would feel that I couldn't feel anything. Like I went completely numb after oh. about an, an hour after I first took it. Oh, that's like, not good. <laughs> no. Um, but once it got into my system, like about two hours or so after the first hour. So like three hours in I was back to normal.
0: And that went away eventually, right?
2: Yeah, it went away eventually. Now if I oh, skip yeah. a day or two, yeah, it comes back, but that's, I, I try not to skip. It's yeah, I more mean, of me being so busy and forgetting to take it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm religious about it because I had a couple of really e- bad episodes. Um, uh, a different type of anxiety. I didn't have the normal uh, heartbeat racing <laughs> anxiety. My, my anxiety is more like internal. Uh, it's hard to describe. It starts at the chest, and it just it it's it feels like it's just. Putting poison into my system. Yeah. And and I just can't take it. Any, I can't take it. And when I had the episode, I went on a lot of Xanax, and uh, my sister helped me because she also had the same problems, but I don't think it's bad. I was awful. But yeah. the medication has brought me to a good place. I mean, right now, I think I'm in a pretty decent place, although. I do go up and down with the depression and anxiety. Yeah. I seem to have a period of the day where the anxiety hits me, like from like 10.30 to 1. I have just a lot more anxiety than, than I normally do. But the rest of the day is is, is pretty good. I mean, I'll get depressed, but uh, it won't be anything like it, it was and Uh, Certainly not, you know, this terrible attacks. Uh, I don't know if you had anything like that. Did you experience anything where you went into a deep, deep depression? Yeah.
2: Um, So before I went on the medication, I had a really bad um, panic attack. This was before I was diagnosed with anything. Like I didn't even know that I had Asperger's syndrome. (laughs) At this time, okay. it was about four and a half years ago, I was at work and something just felt off. I was, I worked as a machine operator at a, um, processing facility. Uh-huh. So, um, this is the job that I most recently left, but, um, uh, it, um, it kind of started in my head and in my stomach at uh-huh. the same time, like it was a sharp pain,
1: yeah.
2: but not really a pain. You know, and it yeah. kind of spread into tingles all over my body. So I thought something was wrong. Uh-huh. Like I thought something was seriously wrong. And uh-huh. so I went to my supervisor and I told him that something was off. And by that time I was hyperventilating. I couldn't catch my breath. I couldn't breathe. Everything was going fuzzy around me because I, I couldn't calm down. My heart rate was yeah. through the roof. My blood pressure bites. Oh, so they called the, the ambulance. I was taken to the ER, and mm-hmm. um, I was given uh, sedative. So I fell asleep, mm-hmm. and when I woke up, my mom was there, and like one of the one of my coworkers actually rode with me to the hospital. So I saw her as like my work mom, but um, and I'm forever thankful for her because she kept she kept me sort of calm along the uh,
0: That's good. way because I hate.
2: Good. I hate ambulances. I'm scared of them. Um,
0: But
2: but, uh, when I woke up, yeah, I I think I mentioned this when I agreed to come on, but um, I actually have a rare uh, side effect to having anxiety disorder.
1: So if I
2: have a really bad panic attack, I actually lose my ability to speak. Oh. So when I woke up, I was unable to speak. I could only communicate through sign language which I am grateful my mother taught me.
0: Your vocal cord just didn't I work? I mean, you couldn't um, make a sound?
2: Nope, I couldn't at all. It took me four and a half months to relearn how to talk. Wow. Four so, and a half months. <laughs> and now I'm grateful that I have the, um, the tools that my speech therapist um, taught me so that I can mm-hmm. more quickly regain my speech
0: do you think it was related to your condition
2: asperger's um the the autism um it could be is
0: it, it, could you describe what that is exactly because I'm not okay. sure, and probably a lot of listeners aren't really sure okay what so that asperger's
2: is. syndrome um it used to be on the autism uh spectrum um some people still consider it that way, some people don't um depends on what uh mental health book that you are consulting. Yes, some people don't agree that it is mental health, but it is listed in the psychology books as a mental health condition. But um, it is basically... I I hate to say it like this because I hate being referred to as high-functioning because it's it's untrue. My autism is not any different than somebody else's aside from the fact that I have different levels of it. Like, my autism Uh is more focused in my inability to socially interact with people face to face. I can't. Loud noises really bother me. It, um, oversensitizes me. Yeah. Um, but it's it's basically autism without the face of autism. So, okay. I, I, that's the best way to describe it. Cause I
0: worked, I worked for a short period with autism. Um, they were teenagers and a lot of them were just totally gone I mean they just
2: now I don't I don't have to stem so if you so if I get overwhelmed I don't have to do something repetitively I don't have to like hit my thigh repeti- repetitively or right. something like that for oh, people okay. that don't know what stimming is um it's just a, a comfort
0: yeah I didn't know'm i yeah. sorry <laughs> I got it yeah I got it but, that's typical to right. live with yeah.
2: my autism blends in with everyone else and that's why people don't believe that we have it. Like, those of us that suffer from Asperger's. Because we do.
0: Yeah, I believe it. I believe it because, um, you know, when I mentioned I had ADHD, everybody likes. ah, oh, it's not so bad. I had it when I was a kid. But it's really, really, really bad. Because I'm afraid to speak to people. Uh, not on the air, I guess, but just, you know, I have a fear of being interrupted because in my childhood, my brothers and sisters would all interrupt me because I, my ADHD causes me to say dumb things, mispronounce things, and just be out of it sometimes. I mean, I can get to a point where I can't, I don't even know my name. So I was kind of tortured for that and it, you know, it, it just is a very, uh, scary thing for me to, um, just to talk. It, it is the, almost the source of my anxiety, it seems, the ADHD. Yeah. And, uh, it, it depends if the person is safe. If you know what a safe person yeah. is, uh, but if, if somebody's gonna, ridicule you or, or disagree with you or anything like that then I get nervous about it. Like I'll be nervous about my superiors as well when you know, when I was working, uh that would make me nervous I, I, I just was always nervous and I always ran on adrenaline during a week and and then I would hyperfocus. I don't know if you do that. Uh, I have tremendous hyper-focus. Uh, yeah, I can do, I can go into hyperfocus, and the day is gone. I mean, it's like six hours was ten seconds, uh, but it enabled me to do uh, mathematical things that I do for IT. I work in information systems, so uh, it sounds like you have similar. Yeah. Issues.
2: No, um I do hyper focus a lot, so I can relate to that as well. Um, okay. I uh actually write whenever I get into my hyper focus modes. So I okay. uh write fiction books. Okay. And that uh that really helps me to, you know
0: it's just it's probably very hard to describe. Um yeah. like I try to describe my my episode, I call it, and nobody, I mean, when I was in, the, I went to the emergency room in the hospital, and they couldn't hear less, and I was, I felt like I was dying, I felt like somebody's going to come in with a straitjacket and take me away yeah. forever, that's how, that's how scared I was, so I can, I could relate to a lot of things you're going through. Hopefully the uh, the Prozac is something that's going to help you a lot. That'll be great. Um, is there any medicine for your other? I can't pronounce.
2: Aspergers.
0: <laughs> Aspergers. Um, no, not really. <laughs>
2: um, it's more of a uh, a therapy thing okay. to treat it. So right. I will. Uh, I'll usually just remove myself if I'm having a an episode, I guess you could call it. Whereas, yeah, if I'm overstimulated, I will go to a quiet place. I will get a book, or right. I will. I actually to deal with my my anxiety and my overstimulation and just. <laughs> overall sense of the world closing in on me I um Mm. I will I actually learned how to to knit so I taught myself how to knit to crochet and then that kind of led into me learning how to paint and learning how to work with my hands because if I can focus on something with my hands I can kind of disconnect with the rest of the world for an hour or so I'm
0: the same way that's why I love the computer so much because it's me and a mouse and nobody else. And that's one of my, my best because what happens with me is I hear or I pay attention to everything except what this person's telling me. If, if I don't think it's important or if it's too complicated or, or I'm just not thinking that well, I don't. You know, I don't remember what the person said. And it it tends to make you a social outcast. Uh, because people don't like that. Like, they know I'm intelligent. And then I say stupid things and they're like, what the hell is wrong? What are you talking about? Why, why are you being stupid? And I'm like, this is who I am. I mean, I can't turn it off. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page, there's a, uh, video, uh, this African American person describing ADHD. And, and he does an excellent job of it. Um, it's, it, it's, it's a terrible thing. And, and the things that you have to go through must be just awful. And I'm just hoping that, you know, through your medicine, it can help a lot of that, um, and your therapy, yeah. I, I think, it's probably really important yeah. to, to get both um, ends of it, so you have, you know, I am. like you said, you can't do anything about it, so therapy probably does help a lot.
2: A lot um i'm am a really big advocate for uh, for therapy i am if somebody asks me for like advice on like during covid i've got friends that have like they've they've not been able to go to their normal doctor's appointments like their their therapy sessions so i will send them free resources and i'll have my my messenger app or my tumblr page open for them to talk to me like i was saying earlier and um I uh, I actually there's this app that I found that is fantastic. It's free. It's uh, a Wysta, W Y S A. I'm 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 not like an affiliate or anything with it. I'm just I'm genuinely no, thrilled about this app. I plug
0: app. things all the whole time. Yeah, and what does that do?
2: It is a AI counselor. So it is a oh. it is artificial it's artificial intelligence. Um, it is completely protected by uh like um, locks and all of that, Uh, personal information is never shared with anybody. Um, And it remembers the things that you talk about. So some people like myself. That's terrific. Yeah. I I found it one day while I was having a really bad attack and I needed somebody to talk to. And I was alone because my sister had just moved out of the apartment that we shared. Um, Mm. I lost my insurance, so I couldn't go to my doctor's and, I couldn't go to my therapist. So I was actually, I was cut off of my medicine, which is another reason why I am
0: going back into a new
2: one. So I'm, I'm a really big advocate of if you're on a medication that works, don't stop taking it if you start feeling better. Because I, I fell into a really bad depression. Um, so what happened was, what happened was, okay, so I was put on the, after I had the incident at work where I uh had the panic attack and I lost my ability mm-hmm. to speak, I was put on to FMLA. So um I had the time that it took for me to learn how to speak and to learn how to deal with this new part of me that I had discovered that I, I had been diagnosed with. Um I um uh,
0: Is I there a name for that? Is that is that something that I mean mm, other no. people get 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 that?
2: My doctors don't know a name for a... it.
0: No.
2: Um, the closest thing uh that one of my count like the counselor that I was seeing her like bless her heart. I love her so much. I wish I could go back to her. She helped me so much. But I can't get into see her until until because <laughs> she's that booked. Oh,
1: she's, no.
2: she's so good. But um That's
1: great.
2: she uh she went out of her way to find anything close to what it was because the doctors here don't know. They don't know what, what it's caused. uh, what caused it. What what, like, they know it's associated with my anxiety because
1: Mm. it's a
2: very rare symptom, but Mm. they don't actually, I've never been given an official name for it. But as far as, um, my, my therapist could tell, it was, a. So you know how um, sports players get the ups. <laughs>
1: so yeah,
2: it's sort of like that, but it okay. locks up my my vocal cords in a way, and I know that sounds weird because it's wow. like it's a thing that really can't get
0: locked up. <laughs> are, are, are 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 you afraid of talking? Are you experience like a lot of anxiety when you can't talk, or have?
2: I have always had problems. With expressing myself, with talking in front of people, which
0: uh-huh.
2: really doesn't make sense because I loved being on stage when I was in drama club.
0: So right. I loved
2: performing in front of people, but that's
0: my, do- my daughter. was in drama club. Yeah, it's good.
2: It's it's a it's an entirely different experience when you're up on the stage because you can pretend to be someone that you're not. So you don't have to be afraid to yep. be yourself because you're not yourself. You're this character that you're playing. You're Juliet or your um, Queen Mob, your Nyx from mm-hmm. like the Goddess of the Night, or your Apollo or Artemis or you're whoever right. you are, mm-hmm. and you can be that person and you can be this fantasy of this person is perfect to you. So you're going to be perfect as them.
0: Yeah, my do- daughter's a drama and she also has, uh, not terrible anxiety, but, you know, a lot of anxiety. And she, she probably enjoyed it the same way you did in that way. For I, me, I wouldn't prob, I would probably just be like, yeah. I don't know, I guess I would do okay, but I would probably be nervous and all that. And, yeah, it's,
2: uh, it's nerve wracking, but, after your first experience on it, it's it's like an addiction. Like they liken it to mm-hmm. getting tattoos or something like that. Once you get one, you you have to get another stuff like that. And um, it's a I I can I can really agree with that sentiment that it's it's an addiction. It's it's freeing
1: yeah. in a
2: way, and you don't focus on the world around you. You focus on the world that's being created by you.
0: And you're probably hyper-focusing a little bit, right? When, exactly. On when act, actor? Yeah, okay.
2: It's a, it's a little bit that's of disassociation, it. I guess you could say.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's so, just a shame that you're, you're so young and, um uh, I think, I mean, if you stick with the therapy and the medicine, uh, I, I, I hope, you know, that you, would have a much brighter future yeah. than what's happened to you. And I really feel terrible. I mean, I hear stories like this a lot, but, um you know, it's just, I can relate to it so much. That's why I can really uh, understand why um, I can understand your suffering, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: uh, like like I was saying, I'm I'm a really big advocate for if you have the medication and it's working for you, and if you have the the therapy sessions or it's just somebody to talk to, stick with it. Because I don't want to. see am scared to go. Off,
0: I, I'm scared to go off my medicine. Uh, I'm terrified um, I, because that that experience I had, unbelievable. I can't describe it. It's Just yeah. it's out of this world.
2: Yeah, I. Uh, I, um, I had some dark times when I was forced off my medication because I lost my insurance. Like I was saying, I, um, my grandfather had just died and Mm. I was very close to him and my therapy Mm. was really helping me deal and cope with that. And this is recently actually like within the past two years that I, I lost it. Like I, I literally did lose myself during that time. I, um, I am not proud of it, but I did try to, to kill myself during that time. Uh, okay. My depression got too much. It felt like I was... I know people say it feels like you're drowning and you can't come yeah. up from air, but it feels like you're drowning in a pool of molasses, if that makes any yeah. sense. It's, you're stuck.
0: No, it does. I, yeah. I know exactly what you're doing. you. you I, I mean, I felt like I was moving in slow motion. Yeah, um, like the world around you was at everything fasting. was bad. Yeah, yeah, everything was bad. Uh, do you go to groups at all, or you just do single therapy?
2: No, um, because of my the way my anxiety is. I I'm really I have a social phobia. <laughs> like, um truth be told, I even have a phobia of talking on the phone, which is very surprising. Well, you're doing that,
0: a great job so far. <laughs> And anything that you don't do right, I'll cut out. So don't worry about it. I, I
2: appreciate it. <laughs> but, um, um, I'm, I'm really,
0: I forget what I'm saying all the time. I mean, uh, that's one of my worst fears of being on here and just forgetting what I'm saying. So
2: as a, as a podcaster myself, I, uh, I understand because <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I run two of them. One is a storytelling podcast, which kind of, oh. you know, helps me a lot too. Cause during this time. And then well, one is.
0: Go, has- go ahead and, uh, and tell everybody the names of your uh, podcast, if you like.
2: If that's okay with you, I that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so I, I have two podcasts right now. One is called Running Viral. Um, it is hosted primarily on Anchor right now, just because I can't afford uh, the better equipment. Um at the moment, uh, especially with being unemployed, but it is a storytelling podcast about a survivor of a, um, a virus. And no, it, it, it wasn't based on the COVID. It was, um, <laughs> this was completely before any of this hit that I had this in planning for years. Um, but yeah. it, it follows the, the journey of a young girl, uh, by the name of Samantha Charles, who um, is looking for a place called Toyboa? Um, she uh, she is journeying from Southern Georgia up to uh, Ontario, Canada, because to find Toyboa. As that's um, as far as she knows, that's where the coordinates are leading her. Um, along the way, I am trying to showcase some of the more beautiful places in america it's common but it's i i enjoy it it's fun to make um i uh i'm proud of it so far
1: Mm -hmm. uh
2: but yeah along the way i'm i'm trying to i give up coordinates in almost every episode and uh if you actually follow if you look up the coordinates it leads to like landmarks and state parks and stuff like that so it's like a little easter egg within the uh the Mm. podcast and then I also have I also have another one. It's called uh, the Wide World of Weird. It's um it's a talk show podcast that I run with my sister. Hmm. Um, it oh. talks about okay. everything from paranormal to true crime. So uh, we find the weirdest and the 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 creepiest and just stuff that we're genuinely interested in, and we talk about it on the podcast. So mm-hmm. she's really into, um, asylums. So she's, a uh,
0: asylums as an insane asylum.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she's really into mental health and into advocating for that. She also suffers from depression and anxiety and all that, but hers stems from the fact that she, uh, she oh, has boy. lupus. I mean,
0: I, I've been in a mental hospital and, and you know, when I hear a saying asylum, I, I just don't... I don't think they have those types of places anymore. I don't know. but In the past...
2: No. Uh, she, um... Yeah. She, she's uh, actually done her her high school graduation paper. She wrote it on uh, Penthurst. Which is uh, one of the older uh, asylums that was... I think it was closed down in 1993. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think that's when she said it was closed down. But she's she studied so much on these things cuz she is
1: mm-hmm. interested
2: in going into a um, a career having to deal with uh, psychology. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a forensic, forensic psychologist.
0: Yeah, I I think she wants to work the people with people that have psychosis and uh schizophrenia and all that kind of stuff. They're they're it's very hard for them to Come back to earth and, um, but, you know, I don't envision people in, uh, a mental hospital forever type of thing anymore. Uh, I, I think right. as, soon as your insurance runs out, they can't get out of there. I was only in a loop, maybe two, two weeks about, but.
2: Yeah. I I think I was when I um attempted to uh, to leave this world, yeah. I was under twenty four hour surveillance. Um, they literally oh, yeah. handcuffed me to do, the bed.
0: Don't do that.
2: And um, no. it was it was not a fun time. But I can honestly say, as a survivor, I'm glad I survived.
0: I'm glad you did too.
2: Cause I'm I'm I've seen that I have a lot to live for. I found a guy that I genuinely am head over heels for. I found peace with my grandfather passing. Mm I rekindled my relationship with my sister because we used to not get along at all. But now we're like, I hesitate to call us best friends because we're really not at that level. But we're more okay with each other than we've been in 21 years.
1: That's great.
2: I'm slowly having a relationship with my mother again. Wow. And I, I genuinely, life has gotten better. That's great. Since my, my love.
0: Well, that's what this show is about to uh, hear about people recovering from, especially suicide. I, I mean, it, I, I think, I don't know, I might be wrong, but, I think if, if people are on the proper medication, um, they won't do that. Although there's different circumstances, but, uh.
2: It's, it's more likely not to be like you're more likely to stabilize out. You're more likely to see that it's not as bad as your, your depression makes it feel. Yeah.
0: Depression is a monster and. That's what I'm trying to fight, and 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 part of the problem is the stigma that goes along with it. I mean, you can't go around telling people, "Oh, you know, I have major depression attacks and anxiety," because they'll look at you funny. Yeah. And I, I I want it, I want it to be talked about more, and that's that's the whole point behind this podcast. And
2: I. I, I totally and completely admire you for that. Oh,
0: thank you. Um, I have to end it. Uh, people, I think, lose attention after a while. But I mean, if if you wanted to do a part two, I wouldn't. I think I, I once I listen to your podcast and stuff, I'll know more about you. And uh, okay, I mean, I'm not backing into a wall or anything, but. Uh, I think this is a great topic and, uh, you expressed it well and, uh, it sort of fits into the, yeah, it fits into the theme of the show. So that's, that's really good. And,
2: uh. I am, I am open to part two if you want to do that. If your listeners want that.
0: That'd be great.
2: Completely and totally open to it.
0: Yeah. I, I think the listeners would want that. I would, I would hope they would. Um, okay. I, I just want to thank you again. Is there any, uh, websites that you would want to plug or anything?
2: Um, I do have pop- a Tumblr page. It is, um, Go ahead. it's, um, RG Shadow Sky, uh, RG Shadow, uh, like regular spelled sky is SKAI, um, at, uh, dot tumblr.com. Hmm. Um, that is where I have an open forum for, Uh, people to send me messages if they want to talk, if they just need somebody to listen to, if they need somebody to vent with, my anonymous messages are turned on. So nobody has to know it's you talking.
0: That's great. That's great. That's great. You're doing that. Um, uh,
2: I just, I, depression is a monster and we are the warriors that have to fight it. Nobody's going to fight it but ourselves.
0: No, no, nobody. I mean, we're strong. To survive. I, I believe that. I believe that. are
2: stronger than people give them credit for. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, when I had to work, I always, because I have dyslexia too, so mix that with ADHD. And what would happen is I'd work five times harder than other people because I had to reread my documents that I wrote. I had to reread them a hundred times. And I was always afraid that somebody would find out, oh, he has dyslexia, ADD, you know. So I lived yeah. in fear, and it, and it drove up my adrenaline for the week. And then, you know, then I came down on weekends, and all I remember doing is, like, on a Sunday morning, I'd wake up and I'd just cry for no reason. I'm a crier, yeah. actually. <laughs> Men aren't supposed to be criers, but I'm a, cri- I'm a big-time crier. That's a
2: completely different bird that we need to shoot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know that sounds yes. that sounds bad, but that that feeds into an entirely different form of like toxic mox- masculinity, yeah. where men are expected to act this way and they get frowned upon for, you know, having feelings. And I don't think that's right.
0: No, so not right that's, at all. that's
2: a completely different
0: I'm, topic I'm like, that
2: needs to be addressed as well.
0: You're too young <laughs> to remember I, Popeye, but I am what I am. And you always get to authentic me unless it's a situation that calls for me to pretend, you know, but yeah. just normally it's me. That's it. And, and I, I want that because I want to be true. Cause I, I, I think truth is right up there with love and God. It just, Right. They're, they're kind of equal. And I, and I fully
2: oh, believe that people should be honest about who they are.
0: Yeah. Because
2: if you're not honest about who you are, how can you be honest with other people?
0: And, and you'll never love yourself. And that's, that's one thing. You know, for people with depression, I, I, I think the real cure or the secret is to somehow learn to love yourself. And if right. you do, everything else falls into place if you're happy everybody else will be happy you don't have to make other people happy it's not your responsibility that there's a lot of codependent people that do that but you get happy first and people around you will be happy if you if you're happy like like your boyfriend um
2: exactly I encourage people to have a little bit of selfishness. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. That you you need to be selfish in order to make yourself happy because you give this piece of yourself and you give that piece of yourself to this person, you give a little bit of your heart to mend their heart and you give a little bit of your heart to mend somebody else's heart. At the end of the day, you don't have enough for yourself.
0: You're right. You're exactly right. I think even though we have... See, I don't consider myself, I I, I consider my, my life as a blessed life because for one thing, as a child, I didn't have depression, which was great, and I can remember that. And for another thing is, you know, I I learned a lot. I, I know a lot of different things. Uh, I, I grew from it. So if you look at it in that way, uh, it makes it just a little bit easier, but I know it's very hard, and I feel yeah. for you. And we'll definitely have you on again if you agree to that. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll have I'm to re- completely okay with that. Read your podcast, and if you could send me the links on, you know, our whatever it is, messenger. Uh yeah. I'll I'll put them up on the you know the little. little Description of the, of the podcast. The, uh,
2: the show notes and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I'll put, I will definitely do that. I'll put links to it. So that'll be good.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: Um, I really appreciate being on and, uh, you're a very, uh, easy person to talk to. And, and I think you're going to gonna have a happier life now. I, I really do. And, uh, I think I am too. I'm retired. Yeah. I just got retired. I retired early. And I'm trying to get disability. But that's it. I'm done with work. And work is sort of, you know, if you have a a sore on your arm, work is if somebody punches it. That's (laughs) to me anyway. If if you don't like what you're doing. Yeah.
2: I completely and totally can understand that. All right.
0: I'm going to get off now, but if you want to stay on the line just a second. Um, so say goodbye to your audience. Bye, audience.
2: Bye. All
0: right. Take care. Wow. That was amazing. Um I really feel for her. Um But she is discovering better things in life, and she is. Uh, getting the happiness that she deserves. Um, I hate to hear people that suffer like that. Uh, it makes me, uh, I just want to help them, but I am only one person. So I'm doing a podcast and I'm trying to help people. And, um, I hope I am, uh, but even if I'm not, I'll keep doing it, uh, cause it, uh, it helps me. I need interesting people like Morgan. So, um, as you know, uh, check out her podcast. I can't remember the name of them, but they'll be on the, the uh, description. And, um, if you want to talk or, or, Discuss anything. I'm at Over the Rainbow, Bob. One word at gmail.com. Feel free to email me, and um, at Twitter on Over the Rain One Bow. And I'm also on Facebook now uh, for a couple weeks, and you just have to uh, go Over the Rainbow uh Achieving Mental Health For Real Just search for that And you'll get my page and post on it, it I mean I can't many posts right now But if you can post on it would be great And you know I love you guys And everybody hang in there With this virus And everything else And uh, We'll see you next time Take care. Bye.